we're recording the podcast already, but we're doing we're going live. We're live. I don't give a shit about Late. going live. We're a podcast. Lateness of the hour. Dick's gonna be doing a robot thing the whole time. Because these are all robot validated programs. You, you, Werner Herzog the robot. <laughs> You're slipping in the Werner Herzog. It, does, it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> oh, also next week or two weeks from now, but our next uh, podcasts are also more robot episodes. I couldn't squeeze oh, them sure. all into today. I didn't want to do five episodes today. So only five episodes with robot relations, huh? No, there's more. But it's got to be more, yeah. yeah. Robot! Because we already did the lonely. We already did yeah. some of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, next, on February 3rd, we're doing Steel and Uncle Simon. Those are two okay. more robot ones. Right. But I figured we'd break it up because I don't want to do that much robot, especially with the season four on the on the docket for today. Yeah, season four, I, I didn't realize, oh, that, that's right, it's the hour-long episode. It's yeah. 50-minuters. 50, 50 oh, let's play this. Enclosed is a PDF attachment, a picture of yourself in a boat on a river. It's a river that flows in two directions. Make that three. It's a magic river, that's how. And it's flowing down the Erie Canal to the scary door. That's Erie with two E's. Ordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone If only I programmed the robot to be more careful what I wish for. Robot, experience this tragic irony for me. No! The residence of Dr. William Loren, which is in reality a menagerie for machines. We're about to discover that sometimes the product of man's talent and genius can walk amongst us untouched by the normal ravages of time. These are Dr. Loren's robots. Built to be functional as well as artistic perfection. But in a moment, Dr. William Loren, wife and daughter, will discover that perfection is relative, that even robots have to be paid for, and very shortly will be shown exactly what is the bill. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW Twilight Center Review, episode 416, TZ 1959 208, The Lateness of the Hour Redux. I'm Phoenix West. Dick Dickot. Walk up, Dick. Ribbits. Welcome, Dick. It's season nine of the podcast. This is the ninth year. I don't know why we're still going. I really don't. It never stops. Never. Like the robots. 416 episodes in for no reason. The robots won't stop. Why won't you stop? I won't stop until we at least do the redux of these video episodes. Because if you notice right below your image there, shot on glorious videotape I put on the poster. This episode looks like shit. Well, it looks like that live episode look. It's like yeah. shot on the camera. And it's it's uh, pretty clean. It looks clean, but it's, 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 I have obviously video. It's very weird. I think it's, everything's super out of focus. <clears throat> like, there's just a still image. This is the HD version right here, too. Like, I got, yeah, it was really uh, pretty HD clarity for mine because it was Blu-ray, but. I just love the fact when she knocked down that robot down the stairs and laughed out loud. It gets back up. Yeah, when she's just like, I can't take this anymore! Knocked it down. And that bitch took a tumble. Yeah. She rolled down him. She had a stunt woman. Or a guy in a wig. No, there was a woman. I didn't see any misshape. (laughs) I was looking for lumps. I found them. I was was looking for some corners and edges on that bitch, but there's nothing. It is right here. Six yeah, let's, let's see the roll down the stairs. Turn to jelly! Hold on. Jelly! Here it comes. And we'll set up the episode and blah, blah, blah. 
I may say so, Miss Jaina. You sound jealous. That's a, that's her. Yeah. <laughs> look at that sinister man. look. <laughs> oh God, she can take it. Uh, I can take that role, bitch. Yeah. I don't give a shit what you say, because she knows. That's I think that's the big reveal right there. Is that's the wink, wink, yeah. saying, "Oh, I know what you are, you little cell, you little bitch." Yeah. Because the lateness of the hour is is basically about two old people getting rubbed downs by robots. Yeah, it's one woman, the mom. And they're both in like in their sixties, it looks like, but they're probably well, like yeah. fifty-two. The they're actors, probably, yeah, eighty, probably eighty-five years old, but they're probably forty-three. Yeah, but they're she's basically moaning, getting a massage. Yes. Oh, oh god. Fuck. So creepy. Yeah, and, and the daughter rightfully is like, "Can you stop fucking moaning? I'm, yes. I'm your daughter. I want to hear your your orgasm moan in the living room." <laughs> it was really bizarre. They don't have a TV. <laughs> No, they do not. They have a library. They have robot butlers. Uh, six of them, I believe. Something like that. Five or six. Well, they got they got a guy that does the yard. There's a there's a, a maid. There's a massage a masseuse. <laughs> um, the maid is the, the masseuse. So you can, the you masseuse, can see them all here. Is the masseuse bot like <coughs> uh, she she provides the sex too, or is it just massages? It is one, two, three, four, five robots. When he, when he sends them down all downstairs, you know, I'm counting them right here. Oh, yeah. I'm guessing this one's the cook. She's a little is hefty. So, is there something wrong with my performance? Just get you in a cellar! Well, I don't really think we should be taking a part. I think we're doing an adequate job. I think you would agree. Get out of my face! Yeah, they're terrible robots then. Yeah, robots, they talk back. I'm sorry, but that's not your job, robot. He puts robot. up with these like, All right, shut the fuck up. Get out in the basement. Just go downstairs. Okay. My daughter can't accept you anymore. Await me. Await my orders. And he's the same. Da- he's been in a few Twilight episodes already. This old man. He's in this in one. This, this is his first one. Then he's also in uh, the where the Rome Martian police stand up. Yes. He plays the Martian. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's got very that stoic. Shiny. He's very shiny in this episode. Yeah. This episode looks like shit. I don't like it that much. It's okay. It's a fine episode. I don't think the episode's bad. I just think it's it's another robot episode and very very fifty sci fi robot episode. It reminds me of like an old radio show that would be on like the thirties and forties. The same kind of content. I'm it's amazed like, that Rod was actually on set because he yes. had to be for the intro. Yeah, he like runs in. It's kind of funny. He like steps up. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm on the show. That's what, uh, that's okay. what they pretended Forrest Whitaker was doing. <clears throat> exactly. But let's show, I'll show you how, him step in the frame here. I mean, he like launches himself in there. Well, they because it's on videotape back then, they didn't want to cut that much. Yeah, this is like a live, so they would live show. Essentially keep it going. So Rod literally yeah. had to be there, and I bet he was pissed. He looks like shit. Like, he's not made for video. <coughs> I tell he doesn't want to be there. I've had seven cigarettes waiting for this scene. Oh. That'd be great if the whole scene you could just see clouds, of plumes of smoke. Just Rod just off camera. And because it's video, you got, yeah. he's got that yellow, yellowed look in his face and the jaundice with cigarette smoke. I feel like John Carpenter's left lung. 
I'm surprised you like this episode. I don't know. I don't, I don't care for it. It's just I didn't n- hate not, it. nothing I just, to I, it. I, I enjoyed it. It was fine. It was a typical twist. Like, oh, at the end, it's like, oh, because the daughter. I thought it was going to go further where the daughter was, was um, she was not being told the truth. Like, the world had ended and they were in this house because there's nowhere to go. Like, there is no future. The world is the catechism is the. It's it's this apocalypse, post-apocalyptic world, and all they have is the robots taking care of them. That's it. But then I was like, well, wait a minute, she would have known that. And then I was like, oh, she's a robot. She's a yeah. robot. That's gonna be the twist. <clears throat> and it was a good, fun twist at the end where they basically she figures it out because she's you know sick of the robots walking around, and she's like, father, mother, what is this? No, and she's so annoying. She, she really gets a chance to overact. She is annoying. The, the, the daughter in this episode is over the top and she's really grading. She's like level 10 grading in this episode. She really hits those marks. Well, uh, you know the actress, right? Uh, she looks familiar. It's Inger Stevens. Okay. Um, she was born in 1934. I, I, I sense a painful, sad death. No, of, not with Twilight Zone actors. <clears throat> I sense murder. <clears throat> let's, let's just say uh, the people who play her parents, uh, John Hoyt, born 1905. There you go. Irene Tedrow, Ted born 1907. Jesus. They outlived her, Inger Stevens, the daughter, by 21 and 25 years, respectively. Oh, my God. Inger Stevens died 10 years after this episode. She was like a... She's starting to get... She was in a Clint Eastwood movie. She was in Hang Him High. Uh, she died on April 30th, 1970. Suicide by overdose. They ruled it. Oh, my God. Yeah. She, uh... This... Her bio on, on IMDb is just, like, trashing her. Because it talks about, like... You know, she eventually, you know, sorted some things out working on her career, but she slipped back in the habits of fucking other leading men she was working with, like Burt Reynolds. It's just like so well, insulting. Well, hell, she, she liked to party. Well, so what? Have fun. George Clooney did the same thing. You don't yeah. get no drug death. For all intents and purposes, uh, Miss Stevens' death was ruled a suicide, but Pattinson's bio indicates other possibilities. Following her death, it came out in the tabloids that she had been secretly married to an African-American Ike Jones since 1961. Oh my God, she was an N-word lover. The couple was estranged at the time of her death. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, see, what a horribly sad story. Now that makes the show even better. Yeah. It's so horribly stained with the sad destruction of a human being. Yeah, and the first trivia piece is uh, following her suicide uh, from acute barbiturate poisoning, it was revealed that Inger had long been married to African-American bit actor Eric Jones. The marriage, for obvious reasons, okay, I like this sentence. The marriage, for obvious reasons, was kept under wraps to protect her career. Oh yeah, other than the whole drug taking <laughs> thing, she cheated. That's the problem. She Being che- married to a black man is yeah. the problem. She cheated death three times. In her first suicide attempt, she swallowed sleeping pills and ammonia, which left her blood clots in her lungs, legs oh, swelled twice their size, and temporary blindness. She miraculously covered within weeks. One time, she and Rod Steiger were nearly asphyxiated by carbon monoxide fumes while filming a scene for Cry Terror. Um, uh, in a tunnel, Rod uh, Steiger, uh, Steiger sorry, said years later, she, she initially refused a medical treatment at the scene. She just wanted to die. Oh, my Once God. Once she leapt from a crash-landing jetliner minutes before it exploded. Oh, my God. She's also the she main... Just- 
She should have just stayed on the plane. <laughs> yeah. She was also the main in uh, the Hitchhiker episode, if you remember that one. Oh, that, so that's the same girl. Yeah. That's right, yes. She same became, woman. Yeah, I remember. She, yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't realize she was in two episodes of Twilight Zone. Yep. So was, wow. so was her dad. Yeah, she was in Hang'em High as the love interest girl <sighs> with Clint Eastwood. I don't love so she, interest, had, but... she had suicidal tendencies for 20 years. Yeah, seems like it. She had some problems. Maybe she thought she was a robot. Maybe in reality, she really believed this episode was true, and she she believed it. I don't know, but sad as shit. And John Hoyt didn't die till 91. Jesus Christ. And then Irene Tedrow died in 95. Damn, they lived a while. They looked yeah. like shit in this episode. Yeah. And of course, they're all in, I think all three of them, maybe just the two parents, but they're all in Man from Uncle. Like, everyone from this era is in that show. Well, that's, that's a big show. That's not obviously. She played Aunt May in the Amazing Spider-Man TV show. The TV hey, series, the right. cartoon. There you go. I didn't know they had a live-action TV show. I thought it was a cartoon. No, it's the, I think it's the cartoon. Oh, the cartoon. Wait, wait, wait. There you go. Yeah, it's a live-action show. Huh, I didn't know there was one. Oh, my God, you got to look at these pictures, though. Oh, I bet you they're wonderful. It looks so cheesy. <laughs> oh, what, what year is this, 75? or? It's got to be mid-70s, 77. Right? 77. Look, Look at that. that. He's in an old west town. Oh, my. Of course he is. What's Spider-Man doing there? <laughs> Guess uh, that's the only sets they had to shoot on in Hollywood. Fully time. grown man. Oh, my. Look at that. Oh, wow. They actually shot in New York that day. Or the, That could be any city. It is. That's the Twin Towers. Yeah, they put some cardboard behind him for forced perspective. Ah. <laughs> <clears throat> we only have four days in the city. And half of those days, I got to spend seeing my family. How did they do this? Oh, my God. Look at that. Is this Sally Fields, Dad? I don't think so. Chip Fields? Chip Fields. Oh, maybe. I don't think Sally Fields had it's any the woman. Chip Fields is the woman. Chip Fields is the woman. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I look at that. We need to oh. watch this. Oh, a little art. Oh. Okay. Look at that. Look at that hair. I got a hair fit in that mask. Yeah, look at that in-focus shot. This looks like the lateness of the hour. Jesus Christ. Spider-Man, spider. Wow. It looks like someone's home videos. But not far off. See, this is such a quaintness to these old 70s shows. Look at that. Say what you want about. sweet. This looks terrible. Gee, how do they accomplish this shot? I can't imagine. I can't imagine. <laughs> That's the uh, camera tilted on its side. No. It's climbing upward, <laughs> but it's really a sidewalk. Congratulations. Oh, my God. You this guys, looks terrible. You guys pulled the Batman and Robin trick. From <gasps> how do they accomplish this shot? Oh, wow. <laughs> Still like it better than Tobey Maguire. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I can't. This, I, I need to watch this show. You must buy the Spider-Man on Amazon. I wonder if it's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe the cartoon from the 70s, but not the live action. The cartoon is. I, I've seen that. Cartoon is. I've seen the old cartoon where it's just as cheesy. And in fact, well, I think I hate them more. I'd other. rather watch the live action version. Oh, yeah. Just because it'd be more funny. All right. So this episode got a, let's see, 7.1. I think that's accurate. 2,500 reviews. I gave it a five. Wow, that's pretty low, huh? I don't like I'll it. I'll give it a six. 
I didn't, I like the twist. I like the ending. I like the camera, the, the way it's revealed that she's the maid now. And yeah. It's just like, it, it's, it's an obvious Dang. reveal, obviously twist, but I still enjoyed it. And now knowing that that woman committed suicide 20 years later makes me give it an extra star just for that. Yeah, I'm going to give it a four now. There you go. <laughs> one more insult to her. One, one more fallen star in the history of the Twilight Zone genre. How was... sad. That's so, that's so fucking devastatingly sad. Yeah. And she tried to die three times prior. And even Ron Steiger is saying, yeah, she wanted to die. I don't know what her fucking problem was. I want to find Ron's... something here. That's hilarious. Well, not hilarious. Yeah, she's married to some colored guy, and she wanted to kill herself or something. I don't know. Oh, I found it. Okay, so 1336. Uh I was just curious what the hell I was looking at when this happened. Um, I'll wait a second here, because i got to catch back up. It's like just before... All right, it's right here. It's just before she, I believe, shows her down the stairs. But what the hell is happening here? There's like a shadow. She's at the top of the stairs by herself. And there's a big shadow of someone moving across her. That's her mental breakdown coming to claim her. Watch. That's what you are. Hysterical jokes. With your sad little homilies and your mouth cliches. You see the shadow move across her? It's probably another robot on the stairs. They're all downstairs. There's nobody there. Yeah, I think it's it's probably... I think um, it's the... Camera equipment or the lighting equipment, something. It might be, it might be the chandeliers. <clears throat> something up there. Yeah, there's something hanging. It's a stagehand who hung himself. <laughs> I'm going to beat you, like, bitch. Yes, yes. You have a good idea here, honey. I'm going to kill myself, too. Suicide pact. And then she's like, oh, I'm going to wait like oh, a decade. Oh, I'm not going to do that yet because um, I don't care. I got to fuck Clint Eastwood. I got to fuck wow. Burt Reynolds. I get... I'm a little busy. <laughs> Come, comings and goings, if you know what I mean. Gotta. My whole, my whole career is in trouble because I married a, a, a human being who has different skin color. <laughs> yeah. So my career is in the shitter. So I have to kill myself three times and fail three times at killing myself. It's so fucked up. Jesus Christ. Yeah, what it's. Fucking world. It's, it's only of note because it's the Twilight Zone and there's a thousand of those stories. Yo, I love them. I love it when you find the, the really hard, horrible truths. All I do, especially yeah. these originals, because I've already seen them a thousand times, so I know yeah. what's going to happen. So I sit there and I look at each person's, and I'm like, her, I'm like, age 35. Oh, there's some sad shit here. And I clicked on oh, that, and yeah. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. Like, poor girl. She seems like she was doing well. It just shows you that Hollywood has never changed. People go there and they get their lives ruined, and... They have really sad endings, and it's just—it's yeah. a, a history lesson for everyone. Don't go to Hollywood. There's no point. Don't don't want to be famous. There's no point in being famous. It's stupid. Oh, let me let's play. Why we? You don't go to Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood is dead. That's why. That's cross-promotion. There There you go. That's our next show. It'll be on a different live stream, but same channel. Same back time, same back channel. Goddamn right. Well, I think we we, we can put this one to bed, I think. Indeed. 
I enjoyed it. I'll give it a six. You gave it a four. I gave it a five. Was, I was kidding about the, the four. Yeah, it doesn't start as self-destructive nature. I just wanted more story, and this feels kind of yeah, it's like I said, like a loose I idea. Gonna, yeah, I thought I was going to go deeper, but again, uh, Blade Runner ripped this off with the implanted memories because she had memories. Also, implanted, like, about implanted memories. I can't watch this episode and not think of Truman Show. Yeah. He's, he's looking in with the magnifying glass at their uh, trip to Rush, Mount Rushmore, and he's like, seems so much bigger back then. Because <laughs> it's clearly just like right there. <laughs> he staged all these photos. It just reminded me of that because she's looking through the photo album, and they're all like recent pictures of her. That's funny. All right. Let's move on to I Sing the Body Electric. I Sing the Body Electric. I Sing the Body Electric. Uh, Ray Bradbury's version of Robots. Let's hear Rod, and I'll say until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Take that. Ah, citizens, take us away, Rod, as soon as I find the outro. Touch me, Rod. Oh, shit. Let this be the postscript. Uh. Should you be worn out by the rigors of competing in a very competitive world, if you're distraught from having to share your existence with the noises and neuroses of the 20th century, if you crave serenity but want it full time and with no strings attached, get yourself a workroom in the basement and then drop a note to Dr. and Mrs. William Moran. They're a childless couple who made comfort a life's work. And maybe there are a few do-it-yourself pamphlets still available in the Twilight Zone. Like, Come on over here, daughter. Sit on my lap. I got some muscles you can grow too. You're not my real daughter. I built you. That's right. I built that pussy. You notice in all three episodes, actually, no. In the two that the robots are built. No, actually, yeah. All three episodes have the robots being built in the basement. Yeah. As well as Uncle Simon that we do next week. And I don't believe Steel does, but that means four out of five in the basement. Well, it makes sense. That's where you're going to have a big workspace with your four versions of yourself. Bye bye.